Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello there. What's on my background? It's some kind of truck. Yeah. How would you describe this truck? I see banana peels. And what kind of size is it? It's a big truck. It's a big truck. Big truck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excellent. Um, how are you today? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm very, very happy to be here. Talking about new metal is always fun and always enjoyable, and I've had a lot of fun listening to Coal Chamber over the last couple of weeks. Have you? I, I have, yeah. Um, were, were Coal Chamber a band that you were aware of back in the day? Well, I, uh, aware of, yes, but only vaguely. And, you know, I have no memory. So, yeah, going into this, I think this is probably the first time on this show that I've is a band that I have kind of I had zero recollection of their music. I remember they must have been on some of those Kerrang compilations. Their videos must have been on Kerrang TV or whatever, but I had no memory of them whatsoever. So it was almost like discovering a new band, I guess, but one that fits perfectly into the box of new metal bands that we talk about on this show. Um, so how about you? What was your what's your memory of Cold Chamber? So I remember um I I remember Loco being around every so often on either Scuzz or Kerrang. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think you're right. I think they're more of a Scuzz band, you know. Yeah. I didn't used to watch Scuzz as much, but it was obviously still part of the rotation. Um yeah, so I I think they were on Yeah, I think they were on one of them a little bit. Um and then I remember a few years later, I don't remember ever seeing any of their CDs in shops apart from Dark Days, their third album. I remember vaguely seeing in the metal section in, in HMV or things like that. Um, that's the one that has the song Fiend on it, Yes, right? yeah, that's right. Which I I think I'm going to go out there early and say I think that's their best song by far. Yes, I'm going to agree. Um, I have a controversial <laughs> I had to look up what he was saying there because I had no idea. It's apparently it's fiend for the fans and fodder for the press. Love it. Whatever the hell that means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it's. I mean, I, you can't make out any of the lyrics on any of the other the rest of the song, so it could be a really biting commentary on press. But I feel like it's just words about stuff that they do, which is what a lot of new metal is. <laughs> <laughs> like bodies by drowning pool is just about moshing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I I wonder if it's something to do with the the fan reception versus the the critic reception that um that Cold Chamber had throughout their career because they were one of those bands where they weren't always particularly well received by by critics um but did have a very very active fan base who really like their music so i wonder if maybe that's what fiend is about um but yeah I, sounds about right I, I i have a controversial take here um i don't know whether this is going to get the cold chamber fans after me i think dark days is their best album yeah no i i totally agree it's the only one that feels remotely polished isn't it mm. but but not over polished it doesn't feel overproduced 
Um, it just feels tight, and it's by far their heaviest album, and I think it's all the better for that. Yeah. Um, it's it's really tight, concise, and well-structured, and I, I was a big fan of it, not going to lie. Um, Cold Chamber Band there. Yeah, I only knew the odd song here and there. I knew Loco. I knew their cover of Shock the Monkey with Ozzy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was listening to that, and then suddenly, yeah, this other voice came on. I was like, is that Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> and I had to look <laughs> it, it is, up. It is It is Ozzy Osbourne, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, so I, so I knew a, a few songs here and there, but this is the first time I listened to them comprehensively. And yeah, uh, the heavier they are, I think the better they are. Um, for, for I totally agree. Um, so, so maybe we should start with a little bit of a, a history of Coal Chamber. So, um, formed in 1993, um, released their debut album in 97, but they were offered a um, a, a contract by Roadrunner um, back in early 1995, late 1994, um, where the band dropped out. And this was apparently due to... Um, lead singer des fafara having a having arguments <laughs> with his wife about the band um and then in spring of 1995 he split up with his wife <laughs> and reunited coal chamber and then regained that deal with with roadrunner um you know yeah uh, she said it's either me or the band and he chose the band <laughs> and he, he chose he chose he chose loco um and and rightly so um Ro- roadrunner of course I, I don't know if we've talked a lot about about labels here we haven't really known. Roadrunner are quite a big one, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So um, they're they they they've maybe gone past their peak in terms of being, um, you know, huge. But they do have a few very big bands on their on their roster still. So they've got Corn, they've got Slipknot, um, they've got Slash, and in terms got of my uh, my faves, Trivium. Did Trivium. you ever listen to the album they put out last it, year? It was good. Yeah, I did. I was never a huge Trivium fan, but I appreciated their their technical ability. Um, and um, if you like riffs, the, if you the like last riffs, year's album in the Court of the Dragon, it starts with the title. Well, there's, they always have an atmospheric opener that then goes into a really heavy opening track. That's their formula. It's, it's, they're never going to deviate from it, but it's it's a really really good riff heavy album. That's the best song on the album. But it's 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 really good, and if you like new metal, I think you would you would enjoy the latest Trivium album and probably most of their stuff. They do yeah. they have a very good balance, I think, between screaming and like melodic singing. It's the melodic singing always comes in at the right bit in the song where you're like, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, they always manage to get in that m- melody bit really well. Um, they they've also got Gajira on their um roster at the moment, who are very good. Yeah, it's one of my favorite albums of last. They've also year, got album. a band called Joyous Wolf. <laughs> Which is a hilarious name. That's just me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't tell me you signed with Roadrunner. Congrats. Yeah, Roadrunner. That's they're, great. They were big fans. Big fans of me just being a happy wolf man. <laughs> Joyous wolf. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to check out Joyous wolf now. Um, but yeah, but they they were huge back in the day. You know, bands like Alter Bridge, Lamb of God, um, Machine Head, Kill Switch Engage. Maybe not the new metal era, but that bit just after new metal when you started getting into that post hardcore scene and and like more like groove metal and stuff like that mm. um they were the the label to go to for that kind of modern um mo- modern metal stuff um plus you know bands like typo negative which which as mentioned previously i'm a huge fan of they were uh, they were on roadrunner as well but yeah so so um so yeah cold chamber 
uh, signed up with Roadrunner. Roadrunner also they they've put um they put out quite a wide range of um of metal stuff in their time. You know they had a lot of emo and like metalcore bands in their time as well. And they've also put out some spoken word stuff. They've had stuff with Doug Stanhope, who's very funny. Oh, and excellent! I didn't they, know they've that. also put out stuff by Sparks and Junkie XL. So they, they've put out yeah some some dance stuff in there as well. They've the stuff is broader than you might think based on yeah the bands you associate with Roadrunner. Oh, that's really interesting to know. I knew about obviously the the varied metal stuff that they've done over the years, but I didn't realise they did the sort of spoken word angle as well. That's very cool. Um, but yeah, so so Cold Chamber they then released their debut album, which, as you rightly mentioned uh, in a text to me, has has shit piece artwork. <laughs> it um, is true, truly <laughs> terrible. It's it's quite something, and it, it's funny because it really doesn't go with the vibe of the band overall either. No, it looks um, like a psychedelic rock band album, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It really does. Um, and 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 the it's it's something that the the follow up. We'll talk about the follow up in more more detail later. But but Chamber Music, their their follow up in '99, has a similar kind of bad prog album cover <laughs> yeah. going on as well. Um, <laughs> it looks like it's a, a child's interpretation of a um, a King Crimson album or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But that um, is his wife on the cover of um, Chamber Music. Oh, is it? Oh, Not the one who broke who up the was. band, his second no, wife, no. I assume. The one who, who agreed with with being a musician, I, yeah. I, I imagine. Um, but yeah, so 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 Cold Chamber's debut album, Cold Chamber, came out in 1997. So this is before the homogenization of new metal, I suppose, with, with things like Linkin Park and Limp Bizkit kind of solidifying what the new metal sound was yeah and it's interesting pretty early on isn't it it is yeah so so corn had released two albums by this point they haven't released follow the leader yet um but their first two albums have come out you have bands like deftones doing stuff limp biscuit doing stuff as well um slipknot's debut was that 97 as well they'd recorded that weird album before slipknot around i think it was the same year right the one that's like a funky what is that album called um you know, it wasn't. I think it wasn't on a major label, was it? And it's all got all the funky slap bass, and there's a song called "Bitch Slap Do Nothing." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so they were they were kind of in the scene at that point. But but Cold Chamber really they kind of predated the the big boom of new metal, where it kind of congealed into what what people would believe is new metal a bit later on. Make and feed you- kill repeat. That's the one. It released <laughs> on Halloween '96. Ah, oh, there we go. There we go. Um, but but instead, you have you you have something that sounds a little bit heavier and a little bit looser as well. I think um, that the first Cold Chamber album, don't you? Where it's it's considerably heavier than than even Corn stuff up to that point, um, and it has kind of some some similarities. So a bit a bit of a sort of funky bass thing going on bit of a groove going on there with the rhythm section but it is a little bit more rooted in in metal there's a, a slapping <laughs> quality to the bass isn't there that is very yeah. reminiscent of corn you listen to it and you're like actually is this early corn no this guy's not quite jonathan davis because he's he's a bit more gruff and a bit more growly and he retains that throughout his career doesn't he but he's got you know he's not going if he's going he's properly growling it whereas with jonathan davis you might get the odd <laughs> exactly you get that falsetto moment whereas yeah um not not big on big soaring choruses are coal chamber no they're very growly 
Um, More likely to have a very straightforward chorus, actually, which I think is something when we get to rating the catchy chorus quality is something that we should take into account, because actually, I think a lot of the choruses work, especially Fiend, which is very repetitive, but is their best song. It's just Fiend for the fans of all the fans And it's just that over and over, but it works. And um, Loco is the same. It's just him saying Loco over and over again and getting gradually more angry. (laughs) And, and it works really well and it's still catchy isn't it um and and something that they kind of reminded me of was um ministry and al jorgensen mm. it, it kind of has a similar vibe there and funnily enough i found out that they worked together with they did their reunion album back in 2015 which was interesting that's right I'd, I'd not heard that before that they had done something together um but yeah they've got a similar thing where ministry choruses can be incredibly catchy without actually any singing just because the the groove is right and the riff is right and the 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 vocal ground matches up well, so yeah, I completely agree. I think we do need to consider that it might not be, have you singing like Freak on a Leash, but yeah, there is something very catchy about it nonetheless. Um, For sure, and, and and this their first album is, I'd say, it's probably their second best album behind Dark Days. I think there's. Um, there's a raw quality to it that I actually really enjoyed um, where it's, it feels slightly loose. It feels slightly dangerous in that way. And, um, and you know, Loco in its, on its own is a jam, let's be honest. Yeah, it's a, it's a good opening track. It's, it's a statement of what they're about, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you've got Big Truck. Big Truck. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> but, that, but the whole album, it, you know... Um, Again, the simplicity of that is very silly, isn't it? But it's, it works. Yeah, yeah, um, and 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 it's a yeah, it's it's a decent album. And I think, you know, if you want something on the heavier side of new metal, then it, it works rather well, doesn't it? Yeah, and I I did have a memory when it it came back to me listening to Sway, which is the one where they've taken that the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. That that's that's from like an old. Um, an old hip-hop song isn't it Mm, that's been kind of reused by lots of songs in lots of different genres and um i remember that we did used to mosh to that song at school ah there we go so that would usually come on either before or after linchpin by fear factory um yeah it's uh yeah it's rockmaster scott isn't it yeah uh, that's right fire um yeah it's um yeah there's some there's some good jams on this album um and it went down pretty well with people particularly looking historically um at it um kerrang apparently um put this album at number 15 in the greatest uh, new metal albums of all time all right um which is which is decent um it was their most successful album in terms of sales so it sold over 500,000 copies in the US um in spite of that album artwork um <laughs> yeah it's got it's kind of it's yellow and green and blue and it's and the writing is very childlike and there's just a picture of an ice cream man kind of sepia and then there's like a creepy stephen king looking house but it's red it makes zero sense at all yeah and the album one of the producers was jay gordon from um orgy who i think is ah. friends with um with the drummer um so again you've got the the orgy link into all of these early new metal bands so very very influential behind the scenes even if their music was never as well known particularly over here in the uk you're never more than like three 
six de- yeah three degrees of orgy in new metal <laughs> yeah, exactly more often it's one degree of orgy they've done something somewhere um so so they were apparently at the time compared to corn and white zombie and marilyn manson you can kind of see those comparisons um musically you've got the kind of musical element of corn the 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 non-lyrical vocally you can you can understand that that rob zombie comparison um and uh in terms of visuals as well you've then got that marilyn manson comparison as well because they've they've got a good look to them don't they Cold yeah Tinder. yeah that, that video for fiend and he's he's got the proper he's got the eye makeup on yeah it's um yeah they they they, they had a vibe and it's a vibe that i appreciate um and uh, and yeah, it's 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 a good one. It's a good one, I think. It's a decent album, and um, you know, it, it's worth pointing out that um, that they were kind of championed by Fear Factory as well. Yeah, um, which I think helps get them into the sphere. But it was kind of caused by them being good rather than just having connections, which is important to point out. And yeah, you, were you a fan of Fear Factory? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say that. I'd list, I've listened to loads of their stuff, but what I have heard, I really like, and I was used to. I was always very intrigued by them, and the the sort of the more industrial side, they were a bit of a gateway for me into some of that. We've got some very silly album titles, haven't they? they like, Digimortal. They, they do. Digimortal is is incredible. Um, uh, it's worth pointing out that their guitarist is now the only original member. Their their singer oh, that left right? back in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. And they released an album after he'd left the band because they he'd recorded his vocals already. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, and apparently they've got a new singer, but they're keeping it under wraps for now until they write new material. But yeah, now the, the guitarist is the only original member of Fear Factory now. Oh, that's a shame. Um, yeah. Um, and and um, speaking of turbulent band members... It wouldn't be um, a new metal band if they didn't have some turbulent band members <laughs> no, or breaking exactly. up and getting back together. Apart Ex- from Rammstein, obviously. But. Yeah, Rammstein, the only band who have, have stuck together from that era. Um, but but yeah, it's um, it's interesting. So uh, Des Fafarum, Miguel Rascon, who's the lead guitarist, um, the only guitarist, actually, I might add, um, they, yeah. they were with the band through its entirety, um, but everyone else changed at least once they had three bassists um Raina foss who recorded on all three albums i think but didn't play um live for a little bit between the second and third and then didn't play again after the third album's release and eventually um, apparently here it says that she fell out with des fafara saying that she and her husband had found christ and she would be leaving cold chamber for good Yes, yeah. Um, and there, there was a story recently um, I shared with you where apparently she'd gone missing. But then according to her daughter, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't true, oh, thankfully. No. <laughs> it, was, it was very relieved because this story sounded very worrying about was, her being yeah. missing since September and having no contact. Um, but apparently, yeah, I, I, did a, I did another check and thankfully um, her daughter said, no, it's rubbish. I've been in contact with her like daily. <laughs> she's oh, fine, <laughs> which is which is good to know. Maybe um, she's just off the grid, if you could believe that in today's world. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, they, they were a turbulent band, I think it's fair to say. Um, but, but none of that shows up quite yet with chamber music. Um, where they they had Ozzy Osbourne on, Sharon Osbourne became their manager. Um, they and and chamber music went down pretty well again with people. Yeah, it was very commercially successful, wasn't it? Yeah, and it goes a little bit more electronic-y. Um, apparently, there's some DJ, keyboards on it. 
Yep. So um, DJ Lethal did some production as well, as well as um, Dave Ogilvy of Skinny Puppy. Oh, right. Um, so, yeah, so they had that kind of um, lean into electronica and into industrial, which is cool. And, and, and the guys from Orgy came back and supported again. Um, and, um, and yeah, and it went down, went down pretty well. Yeah, it's it as as you said. I don't think it's as good as the other two albums that we've discussed briefly, but it's it's very it's more interesting. And it, the first, it doesn't just have the kind of it has the same tinny guitars as the first one, but it it feels more experimental and like they were trying to do something different and not to just be like a new metal band. So it was it, you you have to appreciate that, don't you? Yeah, and apparently they wanted to lean away from the comparisons to Corn yeah um and and do something a bit different which i think they succeeded and although you know i don't enjoy the album as much as the first one it's still an interesting album and yeah they do a cover of peter gabriel which uh which i always love yeah it's it's a decent <laughs> cover and ozzy's voice on it sounds great yeah yeah it works really well with him where where's the new metal cover of um sledgehammer that's what yeah. i want to know <laughs> that um, probably well, has Sal- been Salisbury done. Salisbury Hill. Terrible. Where's the new metal yeah. Salisbury Hill cover? Climbing a board, Salisbury Hill. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I did notice, by the way, and I'll bring it up now because otherwise I'll forget. Um, Fafar has gone on to form Devil Driver, of course, a very yeah. successful metal band. That's like as if you know, Coal Chamber finished, and you were like, right, that band had two words beginning with C alliterating. <laughs> Let, what's the let's next letter of the, the alphabet? <laughs> the, the next one's going to be Evil Elephant. <laughs> uh, the next project. Um, what, one of one of one of the most popular Devil Driver songs is their cover version of the song "Sail." You know, you know the song "Sail," Sail. where the person shouts "Sail." Bum, 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 ba-dum, ba-dum. No, you know it. You'll, I'm you'll sure know, know it if I you heard hear it. it. It's it's everywhere by AWOL Nation. I don't know if that means I'd have to, to hear you. it. Um, yeah, I, I can't sing it apart from just shouting sail because I don't know any of the other lyrics. Um, but yeah, that, that's got like 24 million plays on Spotify. Um, but we'll, we'll talk more about Devil Driver in a minute because um, I just wanted to bring up that uh, they they had a run-in with a band that we've not talked about, but maybe we should as being new metal adjacent. Um, they did a tour with Insane Clown Posse. Oh, yes. The Amazing Jekyll yeah. Brothers tour, along with bands like Biohazard and uh, Mindless Self-Indulgence. And it says it, Twisted, who I've never heard of. Twisted, I've never heard of Twisted. terrible name. Um, apparently, audiences did not like Cold Chamber and didn't buy tickets to see Cold Chamber. <laughs> Ouch. And so they were kicked off the tour, um, which is a bit harsh if insane clown posse fans yeah. <laughs> saying they don't want to listen to you um i think it's a bit a bit harsh well, i suppose you know bands like biohazard although they're heavy they've got a real lean into into hip-hop haven't they they did a lot of hip-hop collaborations mindless self-indulgence are terrible yeah they're awful. They, they have that kind of lean into electronica and hip-hop as well um and um it's worth pointing out the singer of minor self-indulgence does have sexual assault allegations against him so fuck that guy and fuck that band um we will not be covering them on this podcast even if they were adjacent to new metal um and then um yeah and then they uh after that they kind of disbanded for a bit over creative differences again worth pointing out nice and <laughs> nice and disruptive all the time um 
uh yeah so so their bassist Raina Foss she left the band to raise her daughter um after they recorded um Dark Days their third album um and yeah Dark Days I think is really really good um I think I think it's a really heavy album it's a really tight album yeah. and I I really enjoyed it um, Can we talk about the album art for a second, though? Because the album art is terrible in a different way. Yes. They've at least, yeah. it looks less childlike. It's got kind of four mariachi looking skeletons on it. But the way that they're drawn is very much in the style, the style of NFT apes. It, there's big NFT energy on this cover, actually. That is very true. Um, it's, yeah, it's got, <laughs> it's got big ape energy. <laughs> um but but musically it, it's a darker album cover and it's a darker album so i think it fits a little bit better yeah um, it does it's less silly and um and yeah i think it was it was it's a great album i think it's a shame that less people have heard it than others it's the right length as well i found with the previous two albums that they went on too long as well they did yeah there's only so, so long like you can listen to something tracks. like that um whereas this is yeah 12 12 songs long all of them are under five minutes. The longest one is Rowboat, which is a cover of a band called Flood. Who oh, is I, it? I'd never heard of them before, but I listened to some of their stuff where I could find it. It seems like it's very hard to track down these days, and they seem cool. Um, but Rowboat is a great, great song. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Fiend is Fiend is wonderful. As an opening track as well. That's Again, they're good at making statements with the opening tracks, yeah. aren't they? But yeah, yeah it starts with the best song. Um, and then, But then, unfortunately... Uh, this is um, where they then split up uh, because um, there was an onstage altercation <laughs> between Fafara and, and Rascon during a show in Texas. They'd been having a fight, like a, 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 a slanging match before the show, uh, and then they continued fighting on stage with the guitarist hitting Fafara <laughs> in the head with the headstock of his guitar. So that led Fafara to announce this is the last Cold Chamber show ever and stormed off. <laughs> and uh, they would eventually continue with a little tour uh, with American Hedge Charge, another band we should talk about at some yeah. point. Um, yeah. But then they split up. And um, yeah, so, so their drummer was fired. Uh, then they said no let's just let's just bail so they released a compilation album which is fine it's just remixes and a couple of yeah, songs some, from some soundtracks and stuff um a few live tracks a few few demos if you want to hear the songs off the first album with even more tinny guitars <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly it's it's a bit yeah it's a bit pointless unless you're a real big cold chamber fan um uh, and then he went off to go and form Devil Driver, who are an, another metal band that is a, has a constantly changing lineup. <laughs> um, but then they—I've never have, listened to Devil Driver. They're you? fine. Yeah, they're they're kind of groove metally, a um, little bit of shreddy here and there. Um, but yeah, it's a funny name. Yeah, Devil Driver. It's, like, is that someone who is driving the devil, or is the devil driving the car? It's just a really dangerous satanic screwdriver. Right, that's yeah. what it is. That's the devil driver, um, and yeah. So, so they, yeah, they, um, they split up, but then they, they reappeared. Um, they had another bassist uh, before eventually then going back to the the, the their second bassist. <laughs> and they always had a female bassist, didn't They've they? They've always had a female bassist, which is which is cool. Which is cool. Not enough women in um, in new metal. I say uh, that might even be the first time we talked about any women in new metal. Oh God, it might be actually. Yeah, <laughs> entire history of the show. But yeah, 
<laughs> very few apart from evanescence we talked about didn't we oh that's true yeah we did talk about evanescence um but yeah and then they released a a, a final album rivals which is fine um released on napalm records um and it's, it's an all right album isn't it yeah i actually I, I thought it was again quite polished and a sort of yeah. a mature a more mature effort it didn't have the the pizzazz of the of the earlier stuff i thought but it wasn't bad yeah no no not at all i think you know it's 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 a it's a good album it doesn't feel as maybe it doesn't feel as exciting as the earlier stuff but it's still still plenty good um and uh, yeah so if you enjoy cold chambers music you'll probably enjoy um enjoy their final album but that that does seem to be it now um they've said um that they they kind of uh, have a good relationship together now which is nice but it's unlikely that they'll um they'll uh, they'll ever get back together to to record or tour um, yeah but with these kind of bands who are turbulent like that you never know do you no it's true yeah give it five years and then we'll get another another um another cold chamber album who knows um but and it's, it'll uh, be fine and it'll be fine and i'll listen to it and go that's cool and he shouts yeah I loving it. <laughs> he goes <laughs> yes, exactly exactly um so is there anything else you want to want to say about um coal chamber or shall we get on to our highly sophisticated ranking system um just that apparently devil driver have been doing the odd coal chamber song as part of their live performances they've been doing loco and fiend so same singer. I mean, probably would be much the same as seeing Cold Chamber do it. I guess. Yeah, I can't imagine there's too much different. Um, just just turn the bass down on his guitar a little bit. Yeah, make it tinier, and then it will be all be fine. Um, yeah, but I, I think that's a kind of testament of 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 them not coming back anytime soon. As if he's playing a few Cold Chamber songs with his new band. Um, you know, I I think that's kind of filling the void, isn't it, a little bit for him? Yeah, for sure. So it's nice to see that he's keeping it up. Yeah, we, more more audiences need to know Loco because it is a jam. Yeah. Um, anyway, right. Let me boot up this super computer. The computer. Also, so, it's silly name, and we I think we talked <laughs> yes, about this before. Yeah. They decided what someone wanted. To, one of them wanted to call the call the band Cole. One of them wanted to call it Chamber. Both of which would also have been silly names, but then put them together, you get a proper new metal silly name, and I'm here for it. Yes, exactly. It's a, it's a great new metal name. Um, so, so just a reminder for our listeners, we do have. Um, we're we're not just ranking the best new metal bands here. We are talking about the most new metal new metal bands. And to do this, we have a supercomputer where we put in some criteria, and it ranks how new metal a band is. So those criteria are riff quality, catchy chorus quality, theatrics. The number of superfluous band members, for instance, Slipknot having people who hit steel drums, um, hair colour and style, goof factor and cringe barometer for modern listening. Um, so to get started, I think the riffs here are pretty good. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd maybe give them, what, a, a seven on the riff quality? I think that's reasonable, yeah. yeah. They, they're not always ones that stick in your head, and there's nothing that I think is as good as, like, Wes Borland, for example. But it's, yeah, it's decent. And the the bedrock of their sound, I guess, because without those, it wouldn't really work or there wouldn't be much to grab you. 
because as you said the vocals are so simple that often you know you're not really focusing on that you're thinking about the riffs yeah exactly you know it's um without the riffs there wouldn't be anything here um that's what kind of drives it along and all of the time they're they're pretty good they're not up there with corn they're not up there with with limp Bizkit, but um but they're 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 good enough riffs to get a, a respectable score and when it comes to catchy chorus quality we have talked a little bit about um about this where i think a six is a good score here um where it's not catchy in the traditional sense but you're gonna find yourself singing loco or fiend anyway aren't you yeah you're gonna be walking around the house going fiend father phone exactly big truck or big truck exactly um so so yeah so i think yeah a six is respectable there theatrics um again i think a middling score here is probably fair um maybe a six because they've got some they've got some jazziness to them and you look at you look at the videos there's some some proper good jumping around and stuff you know as as you'd expect it's what you'd expect there's nothing that i think is exceptionally theatrical but it's it's what you'd expect from a new metal band. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, they 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 tick all the boxes there, but it's nothing spectacular to really draw you in. Um, but when where, where they really fall down is the number of superfluous band members. So yeah. they're a four piece, and they make a lot of noise for a four piece, and they all do their job. They've only um, got one guitarist. What are only they doing? got one guitarist. They should have at least two guitarists playing exactly the same thing if they were if they really wanted to get a good score here. Um, I, I think maybe a four here, and that's being generous because they changed band members so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, otherwise, it would be lower because yeah, they they create a decent amount of noise for a, for a four piece band. They're there, they they're all pulling their weight. Um, and then hair color and style, obviously, a very important part of new metal. Um, where would Linkin Park have been without their different colored hairs? Uh, nowhere. That's no. where. Um, so I think here a seven. They they've got some good. They've got some good style here. They've got some sort of dreadlocks going on. You've got, got some, some impressive piercings hair. and some good, good piercings, use of the string yeah. vest. Yep, yep, exactly. So they're 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 doing well there. It's not it's not all in on ridiculous hair, but they're again they're they're maybe pushing a little bit above average there on the hair. Um, and goof factor, I think we can push it up to an eight here. Yeah, this, this is a goofy goofy band. Um, and I, I'm all the all the way here for it. They are goofy. In, even in the first video, you see him knitting and using his feet to knit. Um, it's great. It's great. They got some good goof. Yeah, definitely, and goof in the music as well as everything else as well. Yeah. Often the goof factor is in the more peripheral stuff like Wes Borland's outfits or whatever. But here, it's actually it's quite inherent to the music and the, the silliness of their lyrics and stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, they they've got um th- there's a darkness there but then it's kind of offset by by the, the 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 playfulness um which works very well so yeah high on the goof factor and then cringe barometer didn't cringe too much to be honest no it wasn't it wasn't too bad i thought you no. know this, this is this is fine yeah i think maybe a five because i still thought mm, people are going to see that album art on my spotify <laughs> and think what's going on yeah, there is the, it's still a bit of that. Ultimately, yeah. it is still new metal, but again, it's it's sort of middling, isn't it? In lo- yes. most of these things, yeah. they're a sort of middling new metal band. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not I'm not crawling in my skin when listening to uh, to to no. this band. It doesn't drive you one step closer to the edge. <laughs> exactly. 
um so um right so we've got all of our figures here so let's let's now pop it all into the calculator um you know the, the supercomputer is going to give me a printout in a bit um and we'll work out exactly what percentage of new metal um coal chamber are so um <laughs> Okay, uh, the print's coming out now. That was me ripping it off the the old printer. You know those old printers with oh, yeah. the little lines down either side. Had the little perforated yeah. thingies. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 what our supercomputers got. Um, and it turns out that coal chamber are sixty one point four percent new metal, which is a very respectable score. Okay, um, it's not going to knock uh, the top bands off the list. Um, I think corn is still number one. That sounds about right. Um, so they're they're not going to beat corn, but they are they are a respectable percentage of new metalness. Um, I think they can be proud of themselves there. Yeah, a fully respectable new metal band. Yeah, one hundred percent. Do you have a an, another new metal band to for us to listen to? Have you decided what you want to choose next? Yes, I've decided we're going to talk about stained. <laughs> oh my god! S T A I N D. Because well, it's know. been a while since <laughs> we know. listened to Stained. I already know they're gonna they're gonna score high in the cringe fact because I'm cringing already about <laughs> yeah me to too. To them. Um, did they have an apostrophe between the N and the D? Was that part of their name or was it all one word? No, it's all one word. S T A I N D. My God. Um, yeah, part of that that awkward period where new metal blended into new grunge miserableness. And yeah, everyone, and everyone was really sad. There, the the link between band this bands like sort of Creed and Pearl Jam. I think we could talk about Creed at some point. I actually, oh, do we talk about Creed? Because I, I have actually been listening to Creed a little bit of late. Hmm. Ah. which would you prefer, Stained or Creed? I think Creed. <laughs> what, a, are, what a choice! <laughs> I think Creed are too far away from new metal at this moment in time. I think there's other bands we need to listen to first. Yeah, before we start delving into the likes of creed and puddle of mud um so i think stained is just close enough for now for us to test the the new grunge waters yeah god even even their picture on spotify is miserable (laughs) they look so sad Sad someone someone give stained a hug the new metal sad boys (laughs) they are still going though i I had no idea yeah i assume they are um, yeah. Okay. Stained. Oh yeah, I see. Right. Is that the bloke on the right looks like Richard Herring? <laughs> Someone. Richard, <laughs> maybe that's what Richard Herring's doing now. Maybe he's filling in. It's um, been a while. Yeah. That's it's got two hundred million plays. Oh my god. Good grief. Why? Um. Anyway, right. Well, the good news is they last made an actual album in twenty eleven. So. Okay. There's not much to get through. Who no. knows? Maybe I'll be surprised. Maybe maybe they'll be one of the greatest acts I've ever heard. Yeah, I can literally only remember It's Been a While and um, Outside, which was the one with Fred Durst. which had they, a really mopey video where they're playing acoustic guitars. They remember had that a, one? They had, yeah, that was not great. Um, I remember they had an angrier song as well, which was slightly better, but I cannot remember what it was called. Yep, I have no um, recollection. <laughs> okay. Stained. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, listen, thank you very much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Hope you hope you enjoyed listening to Coal Chamber, if you did. And if you didn't, go and check them out, because it might be a nice nice little 
new metal nostalgia hit for you. Um, and, you know, we've got, this is something like our 15th episode. We've got a few a few other episodes out there if you haven't heard them yet. There's um, a lot of other new metal bands to dive into there. Corn are still the reigning champions. Uh, so uh, tune in next time to find out if Stained can push them off the throne. <laughs> it's been a while since someone challenged Corn. Maybe it'll be Stained. More likely not. We'll find out. <laughs> Alrighty. Until next time, keep on keep on moshing. Alrighty, bye-bye. Bye.